Okay, welcome to episode three of the Winning Mindset podcast. Today we're going to recap what we've learned so far, and then I'm really going to focus in on self-talk and how to control negative thoughts that affect your peak performance. But just to recap what we've been talking about in the previous episodes, we've talked about all about peak performance and how you can control your arousal levels to help you get into that optimal functioning zone. So how to increase your arousal, some of the techniques that we've used were to increase your breathing rate, as in you breathe quicker, and if you breathe quicker, suddenly you're physically your body is starting to get ready because they're preparing for some sort of physical activity. You can also act energized, as in like you can run around and you can start to get yourself excited, etc. Like a lot of, if you've ever been involved in a sports team, a lot of warm-ups just involve high-intensity movements just to get your body ready for that kind of performance in the game. You can use mood words and positive statements. You can listen to music. You can use energizing imagery. And you can complete a pre-competitive workout. These are just all some simple techniques to increase your arousal or psych yourself up to get yourself in the zone. If you feel like you're too aroused and you want to bring yourself back and calm down, here are some arousal reduction techniques. The first is somatic, and that is physical. And these are things like progressive relaxation. For example, you flex your muscle, and then you relax your muscle. You flex your muscle, and then you relax your muscle. This teaches that muscles cannot be both relaxed and tense at the same time and teaches the release of mental tension. Another physical thing is breath control, and that is breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. In through the nose, out through the mouth. This is both physical and cognitive in that you can do the physical act of breathing, and then you can take your mind to focus totally on breathing in through the nose, and out through the mouth. And if you do that, you create a relaxation response, like what happens when you meditate. So it's a really good way of physically calming down and mentally bringing yourself back using the same technique. So breath control is a really important way of controlling anxiety. Also making sure there's no distractions and getting yourself in a comfortable position, often sitting down or even lying down uh, on the ground. When you're in competition, there's different ways that you can relax as well because obviously some of these techniques aren't appropriate when you're in the game. But simple in-competition relaxation tips can be things like just smiling. Smiling reduces a lot of tension, especially in the face. Having fun, enjoying the situation. Remember the reason you play the sport originally is purely for the fun of it. So see if you can find some of the positives. If you set up stressful situations in practice, then it's more likely to be less stressful during the game. Slow down, take your time, and be focused on the present. Don't get caught up thinking about what's, what the score is, what's going to happen at full time, the aftermath if your team loses, etc. And if you come into the game prepared with a good strategy and game plan, then you can always fall back on that. There's a famous quote of the seven Ps, which is, Proper planning and preparation prevents piss-poor performance. If you come into a game with a good plan and you're prepared, then a lot of the stress 
will be removed. But if you come into a game or a race or anything like that and you feel like you're underprepared, it'll just increase your anxiety. So think about that before the competition actually starts. The final thing I want to focus on today is self-talk because I think self-talk is one of the most important uh, techniques that we can use to control anxiety and help get us into the zone. And to understand that, you need to understand how the brain works. And I'll try and make it as simple as possible. But basically, when you have a thought, it's a bit like when you plant a tree. Because when you plant a tree, you put a seed in the ground. And the the more time you give to that seed, you water it, the sun shines on it, it starts to grow roots. And eventually it grows a tree. And on that tree, for example, might have some apples, etc. So essentially, your thoughts become things. Just like when you put a seed, you can produce a tree. If you put a thought into your brain, it grows and grows and grows. And eventually, the more time you start thinking about it, it will become something. So therefore, your thoughts are very, very important. Gandhi's got a famous quote where he says, a person is but the product of their thoughts, what they think they become. And that's very true because if you think about something, often it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy and that thing will happen. Therefore, what thoughts are going on in our mind are really, really important because they're going to translate into something. The reason for this is we've got a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. It's a little part of our brain and it kind of acts like a filter. It's a bit like a search engine, like Google. So in Google, for example, you go on and you write down what you want to find on the internet And it goes out and it searches through billions of bits of information and brings you the thing that you are searching for. And that's a bit like what your brain does. Because when you put a thought into your brain, your brain will go out there and it'll try and find millions and billions of bits of sensory data and it will find bits that back up your thought. For example, if the thought you have is, today's going to be a crap day, I'm not going to have fun, it's going to suck, then you'll just be picking up on things that will back up that thought. For example, it's raining and you've run out of milk and there's lots of traffic on the road and everything is against you. And it'll just you'll be just noticing all the negative things that back up the idea that you're going to have a bad day. And all this other stuff, all the positive stuff, you won't even pick up on because you'll be so focused in on that. So therefore, it's really important to control your thoughts. If you're someone that's a little bit negative, then you're constantly putting negative self-talk in there. You're going to pick up on more negative things and it's just going to like snowball. So the key to using self-talk to work for you is that you need to focus on what you want. Okay, so if you focus on what you want, for example, you might say to yourself, I am going to hit this ball on the green or I am going to win this race, or I am going to do a personal best, or I can kick this goal, etc., etc. Because when you start programming your mind to focus on those kind of positive thoughts, your mind will work with you because it'll go out and suddenly it'll pick up on things that are going to support your idea and it will block out the rest. For example, you might start thinking, Oh, okay, I've made this shot many times before. I know exactly how to do it. I've done it a thousand times. This is my favorite shot. Uh, And it it will find things to back up your um, original thought. 
and that will help you get into the zone and it'll block out these negative thoughts of I can't do this or I'm going to fail or I'm going to miss etc. So if you're constantly filling your mind with positive self-talk then it will be an effective way of controlling anxiety and it will help you perform at your peak. If you are able to make your positive self-talk really specific to you and the task that you're trying to complete, then it's even more effective. For example, you might say something like, my personal best is good enough to win this race, or I've jumped higher than this before, or I did this on the training ground, I know exactly what to do in this situation. I can do this. If it's related to you, then your mind will get totally focused on that and it will have information to back it up, to make it more powerful. And the thing with the brain is it can only focus on so many things at once. For example, you might be listening to me right now, but what you're not thinking about is the sensation of your butt sitting on the chair or the couch or wherever you're sitting right now. You can see that there's only so much our brain can take in. So if we focus in on what we want to happen, Every, everything else will get blocked out and we won't notice all these other things and negative things that can trip us up. So in order to use self-talk positively and effectively, you need to focus in on what you want and make it specific for you. This is an effective way of controlling anxiety and getting yourself into the zone of peak performance. So once again, these are some techniques to help you control your arousal levels and find that optimal functioning zone. Self-talk is something that's been really effective uh, for me and I'm sure it can be useful for you, but it's a habit that needs to be practiced. Just like going to the gym, you need to constantly practice positive self-talk. Positive self-talk isn't something that you actually verbally have to say, it's something that you can just think in your mind. And that way, you're focusing on that one thought and all these other thoughts such as negative negative ones are getting blocked out and therefore you're controlling your thoughts in a positive way to help you reach peak performance. So that's another technique to help you perform at your best. 